It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Tuesday episode. And what a privilege, what a blessing it is to be able to share the Word of God together today. What a privilege and a blessing it is to be able to share God's Word together day by day. So we've been looking, of course, at the vision of Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37, the vision of the Valley of Dry Bones. And yesterday we finished looking at the fact that Ezekiel that Ezekiel had to, uh, that, that the dry bones needed the breath of God, that the, they needed to receive the Holy Spirit. So they no longer were just dry bones. They no longer were just skeletons. They no longer were just bodies laying in a valley. Once they received the breath of God representing the Holy Spirit, they came to life. They were now living. They were no longer dead. And what a glorious thing it is. God wants his spirit to breathe inside of us. If we're already born again, we already are alive. But he wants more of his spirit, more of his power, more of his anointing and glory at work in our lives. And what an awesome thing that is. But now there's still one more step in the story of these dry bones. One more thing they needed to do. You see, what we're going to talk about today is this. The dry bones needed to join the army of God. The dry bones, they needed to join the army of God. Ezekiel 37, verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet, an exceedingly great army. You know, I know we've done this before in this series. We keep going back to the original vision, and, but let's do it one more time. So at the beginning of the vision, dry bones laying in a valley, disconnected, very dry, low valley, no hope, no chance, terrible. The Lord tells Ezekiel to prophesy. Ezekiel does it. The dry bones are connected. They become a bunch of skeletons. Better than disconnected bones? Still not very good. Then they're covered with bones. I mean, then they're covered with muscle, with skin. Now they're a bunch of dead bodies. Again, they look better than skeletons, but hey, they're still dead. So then the Lord breathes into these dry bones. The Spirit of God breathes into them, and now they, they've become living, breathing humans. Glorious revival, resurrection. What an awesome thing that is. But although they are now living, fully formed people, what are they doing? What's their purpose? What's their goal? What are they doing with their lives? Nothing. They're still just standing in the valley as, uh, as people, living, breathing people, standing in a valley, not accomplishing much. This final step is still necessary, and this step is that they joined the army of God. They joined the army of God. They now had a purpose. They now had a mission. They now had a goal. They went from being scattered, dry bones, dead in a valley, to now having purpose, to now having a plan, to joining the army of God and being what God wanted them to be. They became not just an army, but an exceedingly great army. You see, if we're ever going to accomplish God's purposes in our lives, if we are going to enter into greater realms of power and holiness and victory, it is not enough to just be connected to God and others, although that's vital. It's not sufficient just to receive his righteousness or the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, after God has done these wonderful things for us internally, 
We must join his army and spread these things externally. God does all the work. God does the work in us. God does this great, uh, gives us this great deposit. But there still is something he wants from us. He wants us to join his army. Again, not by our power and might. It's still completely his grace and his power. But we have to say, yes, Lord, I'm joining the army. I'm joining the march. I'm going out to bring your plans, your purposes to pass in the world. You see, one thing about an army is that it always has a mission. It always has a goal. Armies do not move aimlessly, but they have a specific purpose in mind. And as part of God's army, we have a mission. We have a message to spread. We need to let people know there is hope in Jesus. Turn to him and believe and you will live again. You can be free of your sin. You can be free of your chains. You can have life and life eternal through believing in Jesus. No matter what you're going through, no matter how dark your night, no matter how dark your day, there is hope. There is hope in Jesus for each and every one of you, for each and every one who's out there. And as the army of God, we have to spread that message. And we don't only tell it to people, but we pray it to pass. We pray for our, for our cities to turn. We pray for our churches to be full. We pray for our loved ones to turn and receive salvation. We are part of the army of God. We are part of his army. Our message, holiness to the Lord. You know, we need to burn for the Lord before our friends, family members, classmates, co-workers, neighbors, all others, that from our lives they receive a message of hope and holiness that from our lives people realize there's a way out of their sins. There is a way that they can live for righteousness, peace, and joy. We join the army of God. Now, of course, I'm speaking of God's spiritual army. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. It's not about taking over and ruling from a mountaintop. It's not about transforming society from the top down. It's about serving. It's about loving. It's about praying. It's about spreading the message of Jesus. Our revolution is a revolution, but it's not a natural one. It's not with natural weapons. It's a spiritual revolution where we fight against principalities and powers and we spread Jesus's message of faith and hope and love and holiness and a new life for all who will believe in him. Let's join the army. Join the army of God. Don't stay on the sidelines. After all, who likes to stay on the sidelines? You know, when I'm playing a sport, I always want to be out on the field, out on the court. Back when I played a lot. Now I coach and I'm on the sidelines. I'm the one sending people in and out. But, you know, when I played, I always hated watching from the sidelines. I remember when I was a sophomore in high school, 10th grade, I was the sixth man on our varsity basketball team. So I got to play, but I wasn't the starter. And when I was the sixth man, I would always sit as close to our coach as humanly possible. I wanted to be in his face every moment so that he would see me and send me out on the court so he wouldn't forget me. If the coach moved to the right, I moved to the right. If the coach sat on the left, I sat on the left. I was as close as possible. Now as a coach, I, was, I can see I was probably kind of an annoying, although also I would like that sort of enthusiasm. So as a coach, I can see it from both ways. But as a player, I was like, I am not going to let him forget about me. I'm going to be as close as possible. Possible. Every huddle I'm standing next to him, I want to be in the game. I don't want to watch from the sideline. Friends, 
Let's not watch from the sidelines spiritually. Let's not say, well, the pastor should do all the preaching. The missionary should show all the kindness and do the compassion. The evangelist can invite people to church and bring people to Jesus. I'll just come on Sundays and watch. No, every single one of us needs to join the army of God. Whatever church you go to, find a way to serve. Get involved. Not just in church hours, though. In your neighborhood, on your street, you are a representative of the King of Kings. You are a soldier in the army of Christ. Love your neighbors. Share the gospel with them, your co-workers, your classmates. Pray for them. We have a mission to bring people out of darkness into the light through the grace of God. Let's join the army. Let's not stay on the sidelines. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.